0: I can't believe it All my dreams came true
1: and welcome back to poor life decision i'm chris
2: i'm doyan aka the president of the dallas chapter of the stacy adams fan club
1: come on then come on in. Come
2: on in. <laughs> oh Before i heard not know she has fans Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You know. One could say stand.
1: <laughs> I had to um unfollow a couple people. You know, I just mentioned the guy the other week that I've decided to follow because he said on Twitter that it was his goal to make us laugh. Lo and behold, mm-hmm. he turned around and was retweeting and agreeing with people talking shit about Abrams. Like, and I was like, <sighs> shut up. Just shut up. Like he was like, "They're giving her all the praise as if she was actually doing a flying and Z shut
2: up, shut right. up, we we expect that she wasn't the only person registering exactly. She had her. a
0: team,
1: and she has acknowledged that team repeatedly on her Twitter account, mm-hmm. so shut
0: up, right
1: oh, oh, anywho. <laughs>
2: I feel like we said we we're gonna have a discussion as to what we we're gonna do with black men after the election, and so it's almost time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we it, it ain't time yet <laughs> because I I don't know what to do with them. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so, aside from that, what you been doing? What's making you happy? What are you drinking? All those fun things.
2: So. I'll start with election day. I made gnocchi, which is like, if I must make pasta, it's pasta made out of potatoes. Um, and I cannot tell you how many times I refreshed CNN. After a while, I got mad at CNN. CNN still has not counted Arizona. Still, to this day. If you go in there, they still haven't counted Arizona from Biden. <laughs> is it
0: that it CNN counted...
1: hasn't counted Arizona? Or that Arizona yeah. hasn't turned in their votes? And CNN just doesn't want to jump the gun.
2: It's like a really high percentage. I think it's like 90, upwards of 95%. I want to say almost 99% counted. Okay. And they still haven't counted it.
0: (laughs) I
1: would not know because I, for the most part, have avoided all coverage. I did a really good job (laughs) of that.
2: Yeah, I could not help myself, so I woke up Tuesday night, I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning and refreshed, and kept refreshing, I was like, you know what, they went to sleep as well, <laughs> but I spent a lot of time refreshing this past weekend. Um, I also kind of snuck out and went to San Diego for the weekend, hung out with uh, a couple of my line sisters, and it was just really relaxing, just like. Get away, and then the day you know we found out that Biden was going to be the projected winner, we were getting brunch. And I want to say we're in the neighborhood, but it was like. Car parade on car parade on car parade, (laughs) and then I had my Biden Harris mask on, so they're like honking and waving at me and stuff too. So I felt like a celebrity, but um, yeah, it it felt good to be in a blue state when when it was called. (laughs) Um,
1: I was about to say so you said something and it triggered. Oh, like about the parades and the celebrations i was telling a friend i don't know if you remember this but i remember when they um arrested saddam hussein and they were showing Mm -hmm. all these uh uh all this footage on the news and Mm -hmm. everybody was just laughing and playing and dancing in the street the children i will never forget the children were just throwing candy just throwing candy in the street and that is what this reminded me of it reminded when they arrested saddam hussein how the people literally just was celebrating in the street and yeah. it was just like wow i can't believe this is happening here but it did. <laughs> the,
2: and the world was like celebrating with this so yeah. like paris paris don't even like paris but they had right. <laughs> fireworks you know no i think they were the ones with the bells chiming i think london had fireworks canada was hyped like Everybody is so happy, even Germany.
1: Um, so Germany had it's some popular publication, and in 2017, mm. the cover art was a picture of Trump decapitating the Statue of Liberty. And then, when they mm. announced Biden as the projected winner, they published a new edition with the cover art of Biden like reattaching the head. I don't know how that works, but I was like, damn, even Germany? Right. I mean, that's just not, you know.
2: Yeah, I I cannot imagine that Merkel was his biggest fan over there. Right. (laughs) So. Yeah. It's just been years of, like, us being embarrassed. I remember I saw, like, a clip of, like, uh, Trudeau and the french guy or whatever like yeah. talking shit about trump yeah. <laughs> they got <caught> it on video <laughs> yeah.
0: so it's like uh, yeah.
2: it's nice to have it. and then biden saturday he was like okay i'm gonna announce my task force monday and i was like yeah yeah whatever monday morning bright and early probably before i woke up and you know i wake up early they're like here's a task force <laughs> we told you we were gonna give you know oh Somebody who actually says yeah, what they're gonna yeah. do and does it? A real leader
1: who does things. It's a strange concept. I don't <laughs> this feels vaguely familiar. I don't Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was just a joyous time. Um and then you mentioned being in a blue state, and of course you know I was not in a blue state um uh, when that <laughs> announcement was made, and uh <clears throat> Sunday I had intended on going to Lowe's. Um, I bought a new shower rod. It was too long. Long story. So I had a bunch of stuff I need to get from Lowe's because more than just a shower rod. Um, and I happened to get a notification from a friend from my hometown about this other girl from our hometown who is, Mm -hmm. she actually lives kind of near me now and just a post that she had made. Um, Excuse me about how we've got to pray for Trump and all this other stuff and wasn't surprised. And I started scrolling through her Facebook page and she put together or she, um, I don't know, she was putting together a Trump rally that would end in a parade that Sunday. And the address that they gave is literally, I mean, two steps from my house and (laughs) I just it just bothered everything in me so of course I didn't leave Mm -hmm. my house because I thought what if I get stuck in that traffic like Mm -hmm. all I could think about were those images we saw from Texas and I just thought I I cannot deal with this I'm not gonna do it but um like I said I, I actually don't really know the girl because she's a few years younger than me but she is from my hometown i do know her family and so several uh people that i know sent letters to her employer now i did not send one to her employer because when i went to the website i mean i know you should not judge a book by its cover but i'm just saying they look like they agree with her <laughs> so i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't think it being worth my time but comma or rather comma but she is on the board of uh, the City Where I live, alumni chapter of Mississippi State. So I did send them a letter <laughs> and let mm-hmm. them know, as an alumna, this is not who I want representing me, and get her off that board. And so uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one. Several people sent letters. So I hope that they um, take a little action. Also, she's a good... Two to three years younger than me, and she looks like she's mm-hmm. about sixty-five. And all I'm saying is that
2: hate make you ugly, right? It make you ugly. I hate wrinkles. Is exactly. uh, <laughs> that? Yeah. Is yeah. It's just interesting because I'm like the Republicans are still like, oh no, Trump won, and I'm like, oh no, girl. <laughs> They're like seventy million votes. So I'm like. Trump uh, Biden has seventy five million, so or yeah, seventy five million. Like there (laughs) was why you keep saying seventy million to me? Like it doesn't matter. (laughs) There are, uh,
1: I there are so many. I have so many emotions, and I try not to really talk about even the election, even now, because I just need it to be done and over with. And one -hmm. thing I do think is important is that we call a thing a thing. Uh, Trump is definitely trying to stage a coup. That's what it is. And I keep, mm-hmm. I try to remind myself of an article that I read that assured me that, you know, I don't know why I'm putting my trust in the words of white men, <laughs> but that assured me that there are people in this country that fixers and that that mm-hmm. is their job to watch out for things like this and that they are ready to move and shut it down quickly because that is the whole thing about a coup is you have to shut it down quickly and that there are people that are ready you listen to the type of rhetoric that he is spitting and the type of things that he's doing i know that these lawsuits that he's trying to file are frivolous i know that Mm -hmm. you know he hasn't paid the fees that he has to pay and he's probably not going to because he broke as we all know i i know all these (laughs) things but a coup cool don't care about laws and rules. That's why it's a coup. Cool. It it you don't have to justify taking over the country. And so while I have a lot of faith that um, again, why do I have this faith? Because, but I I have faith that he won't be successful with that. But it's still making things stressful, and he's dragging out a process that he really could just walk away from. Like at this point yeah. there are reports that his family and close friends everyone <laughs> is telling him, Dog, you look bad. Just <laughs> this looks bad. <laughs> like just just say you ain't even gotta say congratulations, just just tweet, I right. and we know what you mean. Like you ain't even gotta <laughs> say <laughs> you ain't even gotta say congratulations. And and the um like the Senate, the Republicans their unwillingness to call a thing a thing and their unwillingness to chastise him for his behavior it's just
2: yeah i like yeah, i really lost y'all party and all your ak morals that you have right <laughs> or quote-unquote morals like y'all are really backing this dude with your whole chest yeah
1: <laughs> but you know but at the end of the day i i do think we'll be okay i'm so glad that um you know we have leadership now like we have we have real leadership that someone someone tweeted like it's going to be so weird Not to have to wake up and wonder what stupid thing the president has done today.
0: (laughs) Right,
2: like, I'm like, it's weird. Like, so yesterday we knew that Biden set up this task force. I haven't heard anything else about him today. And I was like,
0: crazy.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a weird, weird world. And I'm like, I get inaugurations on the 20th, but I think they should wait like two weeks to move in because they need to like... Get all of that funk out there. They need to. Sage the place. Listen, <laughs> they need
1: to tent the White House and fog it. Everybody gets <laughs> sick there. Like they've named. Right. This morning I read like a few more people who were at the. who came to the White House for the election mm-hmm. party are sick. It's yeah. all in ben the Carson's creeps sick. and crevices. Girl, they right. had me laughing so hard. And you know, he said he probably got it from somewhere out in the universe.
2: I just like because I was like I tweeted I was like who's gonna wake up Ben Carson on election day and tell him to leave I mean election um inauguration day and tell him his shift is oh my god because he's so sleepy oh my
0: god (laughs) he just oh
1: my god like how do you anyway yes girl they need like to do a good thorough cleaning like they need to get that brown Lysol you know what I'm talking about (laughs) that brown Lysol that's a little thick (laughs)
2: oh (laughs) my god <laughs> they gotta
1: get never t- heard of this lifestyle. Oh my god, you've never had the. Ho- I, I call it hospital lifestyle, but I don't know what the real word of it is. It's, the bottle is like a um triangular rectangle. It's like it's like a hourglass shape. The bottle is, or sometimes it's in a rectangle shape, and the bottle itself is dark brown. The label is yellow. The cap is yellow. It is concentrate, but mind you, uh, black people that I grew up with. Do not dilute anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it smells like it smells like it's going to kill all the germs. It smells like it's going to kill <laughs> anything. <Or antiseptic. laughs> like it is. When I was a little girl, my great grandmother would always clean your house with that. A, if you had a new baby coming home from the hospital. Or B, if you had been mm-hmm. sick, like had a stomach virus or the flu or something like that, and mm-hmm. it just smells. I mean, it just smells like it will kill your hopes and dreams. Even like it will kill anything. <laughs> so that's what they need to use. Like they need to, they need to buy a bunch of those Jesus candles from the bodega and light them up. Light up all the incense. Like they need to clean it down. Because we're not trying
2: to go in there and get sick on the first week. <laughs> yes. Especially for Biden old ass. If somebody, the last thing, and I'm going to keep going. Somebody was like, I didn't realize how old Biden was. He's, you know, like, now I'm concerned. And I'm like, first of all, Trump's just a year younger than him. So they both old as fuck. Mm-hmm. And was that going to sway your vote? Right. This is a black person. I was like, What are you talking about? Go sit down. Anyways. (laughs) Facebook people. Anyways, so what have you been up to? You didn't tell us what you're drinking. Oh, I'm drinking a maple old-fashioned.
1: Okay. You just added maple syrup or like a a simple syrup?
2: So I swapped maple syrup for whatever the simple syrup it asked for.
0: Mm Okay.
2: Okay. Ooh.
1: Makes me want pancakes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually don't love syrup for pancakes. It's kind of weird. I like I dip my pancake pieces in syrup because I don't want too much syrup on my pancakes.
1: Well, no, it's not weird because we're we are one of the probably only countries that douse our pancakes and syrup. Us and maybe Canada, but most of the world doesn't. And if the pancake <laughs> is good enough, I don't want syrup on it. Um, but sometimes
2: I want syrup. <laughs> so no, I don't think it's weird. Um, so I, um, when I was in Cali, I had like the best waffles I've ever had in my life. Oh. But it was like a liege waffle, which is not as like bready. Mm-hmm. It's like a European one. So it was a lot more crunch lot, yeah. and it just made me happy.
0: <laughs>
1: I do not care for syrup on my waffles. I like fruit toppings on my waffles.
2: Got it. Mm, so, so. Get to you, know if I ever invite you over. I, now,
1: I was <laughs> about to say, so now you know what I like for breakfast, um, when I come <laughs> over. I don't have to wait to be invited. I'll just be there. As soon as, as soon as, uh, this, t- cause I feel like, Things are going to take an upswing as soon as this task force gets to work in. So as soon as um, I feel safe to come, I will be there. And you can wake me up with the smell of bacon and waffles. Thank you.
2: I appreciate it. My concern is um, <laughs> we're going to get this whole vaccine and we have to go back to work.
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: that meme you said today, why did I holler? And it's like, I'm already back in the office, but I still feel that pain. Like, I still feel that pain.
2: Child. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so you want me at work doing work things? I
1: did think about, like, how much... I'm still... First of all, I'm still about 30 minutes late to work every morning. When I first... When we first got called back into the office, I was getting to work, like, 20, 30 minutes early every day. Like, showing out. Like, everybody was impressed. And now I'm back on my bullshit. (laughs) And I was literally, like, like 45 minutes late for work this morning. And the only reason why I got there when I did was because I knew I had a Zoom meeting at 9. So I was like, I need to hurry up and get there so I can have time to, like, grab coffee and everything for myself.
0: (laughs) Crazy!
2: (laughs) So I've learned that coffee is just a time waster for me So like, most days, I do not drink coffee here, but when I get back to work, I'm be like, "I can't start my day without coffee <laughs> so I can go and make coffee."
1: <laughs> well, you know we talked about that article on the show about how you should actually drink coffee a little later, so between nine nine thirty, ten o'clock somewhere in there, I've been doing that, and i' either it works or it's just in my head, but either way, it works. You know, I I do, it does cause me to like be in a little bit of a brain fog at first, but honestly, Mm -hmm. when I first get to work, all I do is like set my schedule for the day and kind of go through email. Like I, I'm not doing things that require a lot of thinking. So, yeah. So, um, this week I am drinking (laughs) Jameson and Coke. (laughs) I told Dwayne I had to eat a snack before we record because this Jameson been taking me down. <laughs> um I drank I drank Jameson all night election night and um I also got a gift of some pre-rolls. So yay, because I can't roll. Um so I sat outside and smoked one and drank Jameson and
2: ate ice cream in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm about to say, I definitely took a bubble bath. Mm -hmm. I had
1: one of the, and my bath, I got a bath bomb from, uh, Walgreens and Mm. it was so luxurious. Like that bath was the bomb.com and I don't even remember (laughs) what, what the bomb, like the fragrance or whatever was rose, but I don't remember the brand and I, I know what section I went to, but there were several different kinds and I just grabbed one. So hopefully Mm. I'll remember it to see it again, but oh my God, the the water was so like soft and it was just wonderful. So anywho, um, (laughs) quick thing about what's giving me joy. I have two things. One thing is Oprah has released her favorite things for Christmas and she decided this year to focus on black businesses. And one hmm. business that she has selected is the crayon case, and so like Yay. I, I know, and I feel like, like I feel like I know super because I was following her before the crayon case, and now I feel like, look at my friend, even though you know she's just my friend in my head, right. but yeah, so I was super, super proud of her for that, um, and of course the other thing bringing me joy is um, Vice President Elect Kamala Harris. Um. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sunday. I thought I really had a wild ride Sunday. So Sunday, because I've really y'all know me. Like I, I mean, it's the definition of anxiety. I am perpetually waiting for the other shoe to drop. So I had not allowed Mm -hmm. myself to get excited or anything for a while. But Sunday mm-hmm. I was laying across the bed watching a Harry Potter marathon like I do on most Sundays and I sat up and when I tell y'all I cried the ugliest cry <laughs> because I was just so overwhelmed and I'm just so happy. I n I told Granny, I said, I don't think I cried this much with Obama. Like, And she said the same thing. She said, it's because it's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I she she did more than cry. She was shouting and she almost started shouting on the phone with me while we were talking about it. And I was like, alright, calm down.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I was having like hot, quick cries. So like, during her speech, I cried. Yes. Um, I was watching SNL. And I was like, I get four more years. Yes. Like, um, yes. <laughs> what do you call it? Maya. What's her name? Maya. Maya Rudolph. Or the and hormone monster, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> I cried at that. Uh, yeah, it's just really random tears that come and go. I think one day I just woke up and I was like, this shit is almost over. And I cried at that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like.
1: And, um. <sighs> Yes. The, and, and what we are talking about things that brought us joy I, it's joy yeah. but I do recognize that my tears carried a lot of emotion other than just joy mm-hmm. and one of the things that was carried in those tears is that I do know that it's about to get real rough for her and that people are going to be coming for her so that made me really emotional but again it was a moment of joy um then granny gonna tell me and all this week i'm gonna wear something pink or green
0: (laughs) and i said
1: um ma'am you are not an aka and she said she said so and i could not argue with that so i was like okay well whatever (laughs) you in the house so it's cool the inauguration is a
2: whole another conversation but like
1: i
0: i was just it's
2: like It's a mix of like, it's gonna be COVID still, but there's never, I don't know what other chance I have to see a black woman in office in America.
0: Yeah, I I, I have a lot of feelings
1: about that because it does, because I do feel like it's unfair, but um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it can easily be another super spreader event. I actually, yeah. I don't. I don't. I will be at home because I'm not doing it. But I also feel like I don't know. They've been really strict about things, so mm-hmm. I do feel like there's not going to be a ball. There's not going to be. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I shouldn't say there's not going to be. There may be, but I think they're going to get real creative with how they do things because
2: they've been. Yeah, they really can look at the music industry because there's some people have done like bubble concerts or like. They put, like, a partition around you for your people group. So there's ways we can make this safe. Um, unfortunately, a concert audience is different from an inauguration audience for someone we actually like, unlike Trump. Like, right? Trump, there would have been all the space for social distancing. But
0: <laughs> I just, I, I'm
1: not knocking anybody for celebrating. I just want people to yeah. be careful and... Mm-hmm. I just want us all to use our good sense, but anywho, yep. um, yeah. So those are the things that have been making me happy. And I do keep just randomly grinning and, um, <laughs> <laughs> just randomly being happy that, you know, things will start to look maybe a little normal again.
2: Okay. I do have one thing. Cause I forgot to say what actually made me happy apart from the whole election. But, um, (laughs) so, this girl, I'm trying to find her name, it is Decadent Dane, I'm sure my sister shared it with you as well, but basically, she picks up, kind of like, she picks up videos of other people, and she kind of just talks over it, Uh and so, her talking about charcuterie boards is my favorite thing.
1: Okay, (laughs) no, your sister did not share that with me, but. I follow her on TikTok and so yeah, I love Yeah, and then her. she has
2: her little Mississippi State yes. hat on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this last one was hilarious because it was like the most ghetto charcuterie board and she was silent the whole video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, she has no problem telling you that your charcuterie board is not hidden.
2: <laughs> yes she's hilarious and i love her and i also downloaded tiktok so
1: Uh, listen i was i was about to say another reason for you to download tiktok (laughs) so my advice to you is only like the types of like my tiktok timeline is highly curated like i don't see see any of the crap because the more you like the more your for you page starts generating based on what you've liked So, my TikTok is literally full of cooking videos, um, black girls, gay guys, and pet grooming videos, and carpet and car cleaning. (laughs) But, like, I don't see any of the, because there's this MAGA subset on TikTok, but I never get Mm -hmm. any of those, because, like I said, mine is highly curated. Like, everything I see, I love. And cute kids,
2: because I love kids. (laughs) Also, iPhone tips. I've learned some fun stuff on there. Oh. All right. So we're going to move along to our current events. So when I read this article, the first thing I thought was ambient <laughs> So Detroit Airport police had identified a North Carolina pastor accused of urinating on a female passenger. Uh, he acknowledged having a couple drinks before the October twelfth red eye, um, from Las Vegas for Detroit. Um, he's the pastor of I'm not even gonna tell his whole church business. Anyways, uh-huh. he was taking prescribed medicine before he relieved himself on a passenger who was sleeping in flight. Um and it turns out he took an Ambien so that he for the first time that he was so he could sleep well on the flight and then the drinks and it was a terrible reaction. And he thought he was going to the bathroom. But he was going to the bathroom on a young lady who was asleep. <laughs> so.
1: um, When I first <laughs> saw the headline, I was ready to, like, cuss him out. But I don't know. After reading it, I a thousand percent can believe that he's telling the truth. Um, mm-hmm. Because Ambien is... I have never taken Ambien because I do have a history of sleepwalking, so I don't take Ambien because mm-hmm. I'm afraid of it. Um But then it's like, I feel so sorry for the girl because she yeah. was saying how traumatized she was, and I was like, yeah, I would be too. Yeah. So it's like, get it, that's so. like a, I, I don't know, I don't know, man.
2: Ugh. Well, you know, Ambien made um, Roseanne racist, so. Say what now? It's an Ambien made Roseanne bracelet. Oh God, the, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that other shit, are pretty little liars. I'm like, I'm never taking Ambien. I don't know what the fuck I would do. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I, I've, and my doctor
1: did try to give me Ambien before. And I told mm-hmm. her, I said, I, I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid. I don't think that yeah. I've, I don't think that I've had any instances of sleepwalking. Since I've been an adult, but I'm not sure, and I'm just yeah. like I don't want to risk it. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to be yeah. in some nigga house that I'm supposed to be left alone two years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just was a sucky situation for everybody. Cause it like was. I feel like he was apologetic. Her anxiety's on ten now. Yeah, and you know, sucks. And then
1: they like published her name so everybody knows <laughs> yeah. you got pissed on.
2: Like you know what I mean. That's raw holy water.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. like man, I feel for her. Like I, I really feel for her. They need to give her. I mean, I do believe it was an honest mistake, but he need to, he needs to give her some monetary compensation, and it don't need to be a little <laughs> bit either. Like an Ivy Park box.
0: Did you see,
2: Monique? Her box. I saw the screenshot of it. I didn't press the video. (laughs) It looks so good,
1: and she looks so good, and uh, I like Scotty Beam's little video with her box and Mariah. Uh, I forget which child is which, so I don't know if that's Moroccan or Monroe. I don't know, but it was her daughter. She let her, um.
0: Do
1: the video
2: for her box. so she calls him Rock and Roll, and I was like, "Where the fuck?" <laughs> like, because I was reading her book, and I was like, "Where the hell?" Rock and Roll, <laughs> yeah,
1: Moroccan and Monroe, but yeah. I don't know who's named which. Which I don't know which was boy, which is the girl for the names.
2: Got it. I would guess Monroe would be the girl, but
1: we'll see. Well, see, I have an she uncle. Also... I have an uncle Monroe, so I, yeah. I would. I would but think she'd be bought... the boy.
2: Well, she bought Marilyn Monroe's um, baby grand. Again, reading her book. (laughs) So I would think she would have named her daughter Monroe. But we'll see. Anyways, um, this is a great segue because I posted the link and it disappeared. But anyways, it's a great segue to say that our good sis, Blue Ivy, is about to um, be an audible narrator for Good Hair. Yes. And we cannot wait. <laughs> yes, and so I, I'm gonna buy it. I, what I really, I didn't want to read a children's book, but uh, just so I can hear Blue Ivy, it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was like, now I have to
2: buy a children's
1: book on Audible,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I have no problem doing so. Yeah, I have this extra um credit, anyways. But I'm like, yeah, I, did. I know, right? When I was looking at my 2020 predictions, I didn't see buy a children's book as one of them. But here we are. It's going to be so great to listen to Blue read to me in a bathtub.
1: I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, Blue is really stunting on you hoes. Because Blue is Dang. trying to let y'all know. Y'all tried to talk shit about that baby's hair. All while she was coming up. And now she letting you know,
2: look at what this had to do for me, boo. She's going to whip that hair in your face and you just go ahead and fucking it. Landed dip. me a deal, okay? Can, <laughs> we say, can
1: we say multiple Grammy nominations? I mean, like, mm. say hey Blue Ivy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I
2: say hey Blue Ivy. Hey. Give me some. Oh, anyways. <laughs> Next up, uh, so Lashana Lynch she is a beautiful, beautiful black woman, but um, I think she's British black. But um, yeah. she had been listed prior, like a long time ago, about being the next 007. Now, I will say as a somewhat 007 fan, it was a weird twist to change from like a white man to a black woman. But I was like, I'm to roll with it. But however, she has suffered attacks and abuse to the point where she actually removed all of her social media um, because it was just tough for people, you know, people love to have their little Twitter fingers and they love to say stuff to people not even thinking about the impact of what it does to that person. And so um, I am ready to fucking support her whenever the time comes. Yeah. Um, Because she deserves I- it. Like, like I said, it's weird to me that they switch from like a womanizing white man to a black woman. I don't know where that's going, but I'm going to support her no matter what. So the last thing I'll say about like her taking on that role that she has, she actually speaks to it. And she says, As for taking on a role that has only been played by men in the past, I feel very grateful that I get to challenge those narratives. We're moving away from toxic masculinity. And that's happening because women are being open, demanding, and vocal. And calling out misbehavior as soon as we see it. Yeah,
1: um, I was about to say that I do think it's telling that they would rather give the handle of 007 to a black mm-hmm. woman than to cast a black man to play James Bond, mm-hmm. and um, that still bothers me. Like I'm super happy for her. Yeah, and I and I am not a a huge fan. But well, I've seen a couple of the older movies, but um, mm-hmm. I definitely will be watching because I think that is so kick ass. And I remember when they made the announcement, I remember thinking, "Oh Lord, they finna." Because you know those those I was about to say something. <laughs> those white men had a pure fit over just the thought that there was a possibility that Idris could be cast as James Bond because James mm-hmm. Bond is white when James Bond is a fictional character. So he can mm-hmm. be whoever the fuck we say he is. Yeah. And so I was. I, I do think it's a little telling that they are still holding on to James Bond being a white man, but they're going to give her the handle. And um,
2: I think it's telling that they went out of their way to make that distinction. But anywho, as proud of like- Not just, like, white man. I think a lot of James Bond fans are kind of ruffled by this. But, and you know I'm going to say it. As an intersectional feminist, James Bond, the whole franchise, has been full of some fuckboy shit. (laughs) And, like, yes, I think they could have picked a guy and then, like, made him a better guy. But they're like, that's too hard. We're just going to pick a woman and skip it. (laughs) <laughs> you
1: know yeah but I, I i am speaking distinctly to the fact that they will give someone the handle because the mm-hmm. handle 007 and the character james bond are not the same thing yeah and so i just think that that's telling that they they cherish their precious fictional character so much that they want to keep him pristine with air quotes but they'll pass off the handle Yeah, and. That's ugly. They yeah. should have made her be Jane. Or she could be James Bond. Girls are named boy names all the time. And boy name and girl name is a social construct. So she <laughs> could have been James Bond. But yeah. yet and still they made that distinction. Yeah. But I, so- I like her. I yeah, I like she's her. gorgeous. She, oh she is so gorgeous. So greedy. And like her of course I of course, I love like that accent anyway because you know I'm basic as hell. But <laughs> but it's something about her cadence when she speaks. I really I I love her.
2: Have I ever tried to speak Spanish to you with my British accent? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> it's really better than actually me speaking English. But it's like, hola, cómo está? <laughs> do you style la cerveza. I love it. I can't I speak English it. in a British accent, but I can speak Spanish. It's really weird. I love it. I love it. I'm not You're even okay. gonna
1: attempt because no one wants to do that.
2: But I love it. Um so, I'm going to go ahead and pre-apologize to y'all because the rest of these current events are about politics. <laughs> and I'm not the really current apologizing. Events. I'm just warning y'all, actually.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Nakima Williams won John Lewis's congressional seat. Um, she's not only the first woman to serve as a representative in Georgia's 5th Congressional District, but she's also holding up the legacy of John Lewis. And I love it and I am so excited. But she wasn't cocky about winning. She said nothing is for granted in her race. And she said in my race, we were in a full campaign because I know that voters' voices and conversation with voters matter and every vote counts. I assume it was a very black district, but I just love that like she won it and it's a woman and she's going to kick ass.
1: (laughs) So happy for her. So happy for her and happy to see someone who we know will carry out the legacy do
2: a great job Um, she also attended Talladega College where she joined the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority well look at her as she said historically uh, Greek black fraternities and sororities have made a difference in the black community so really excited for her That made me think
1: about something else just when you said her college that somebody pointed out that this is the first time that we have a president and vice president both who did not go to Ivy League schools for undergrad and Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Like I think that's amazing. Did Trump go to Ivy League? Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. He went to college? Yeah. Uh
0: huh.
1: Mm-hmm. He 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 comes from money, like
2: I about to say what, what
1: like people um, thinking that he's such an awesome businessman. Like yes, I can ruin several businesses a too if my father <laughs> gives me a million dollars. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what 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 makes you a businessman when you got money and you start right. some businesses and you got money?
2: Come on, now. even George anyway. W. I was like you went to Ivy League. Mm-hmm. How much did y'all pay? <laughs> Also, he made Cs. So, not that,
1: <laughs> not that I am shitting on making Cs because my undergrad grades were just. I mean, I gradu I never graduated with a good GPA, but graduate school, I did the thing. Undergrad, I didn't give a fuck. I was partying and having a blast.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: undergrad, the Cs came from engineering, but once I changed to marketing. Ain't no C. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, next up our auntie, our political auntie, Maxie Waters. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody There was some picture I saw her and she did not give a fuck. She was perched and she was like, Come for me, come for me. So Maxine Waters savagely rubbed salt into wound a Republican who ran for her house seat and lost. <laughs> uh, and lost. Uh, she's never been one to mince words, but um, she proved this again. First of all, she's in California, so I don't even know why he even bothered running. But he tried to challenge her for her spot in Los Angeles and it didn't work out for him. <laughs> So he thought, she said, the Republicans tried it again. They raised $10 million to try and defeat me with a candidate who was dishonorably discharged from the Navy. It was a deadbeat dad refusing to pay Child support for four different children in four different states. We I have the receipts no and we're sharing you know, with everybody. You know, <laughs> I'm just singing I'm just singing the
1: background music to your to your commentary.
2: <laughs> and like I think the Republicans was like, Okay, let's get a black band to run against yes. her and maybe yes. that's gonna it's gonna be what works. And it's not what works. No. <laughs> no. She said, reclaiming my time, reclaiming my district, reclaiming the right to represent my district, reclaiming the right to sadly defeat the vulgar and vile candidacy of Joe Collins and send him packing to wherever he came from, wherever is what sent me. Like, she said, get the fuck out. (laughs) Pronto. Essay.
1: Oh, never mind. I'll take that out. But anyway... Yeah, and then he had the nerve to tweet out, like, um, uh, good job, everybody that came out and voted. We almost we know that um uh representative uh waters is upset because we almost got her and we won't be defeated next time talking all this stuff. And then uh <laughs> uh Jamel Hill retweeted the actual votes and she was like, This you because he lost by a landslide. a landslide, like
2: talking
1: all this trash and lost by a landslide.
2: Then she's gonna say Trump puppet. <laughs> like Maxine had the time. She um cleared her schedule so she could have the time to come for Joe. she did. It's just it's so annoying to me that the fact that like. They really found a black guy, and it's like, Oh, well, you're black, they'll vote for you. (laughs) And it didn't happen. (sighs) But congratulations, Aunt Maxine! We're excited to see you another round again. So, (laughs) let's talk about the four seasons. So, um,
1: I almost made that my background today I almost made it my background and then I was like I don't know
0: because I would be
1: being shady but at the same time I didn't want that all the Trump to signs it, behind it. Yeah. me yeah, yeah. I, get it. I almost made it my background though
2: yeah that's fair um, yeah so I think Trump everything around him is just surrounded by incompetence so Uh, There was a Four Seasons in Philadelphia and he wanted to have his news conference to be like, I ain't lost yet, but somebody fucked it up and it was at Four Seasons Landscaping Firm. (laughs) And so, you know, they're like, we ain't no host, so we're going to continue to carry on with this landscaping event. First
1: of all, that was the best publicity
2: that that landscaping company, the best free publicity they've probably ever gotten. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy shit from them, but it's there. But, uh, somebody said, I feel like we can't focus enough on the fact that someone in the Trump campaign meant to schedule the Four Seasons (laughs) Hotel, but definitely accidentally scheduled this Four Seasons landscaping store, and they had to follow up with it. Veep was not this good. (laughs) And, like, this whole administration veeps been trying to catch up cause like <laughs> they come up with some crazy shit and then Trump does crazier shit and they're like <laughs> and we would have never known had the real
1: Four Seasons and I stepped up and said nah boo y'all let's get of
2: them under the fucking <laughs> bus like we would have like, never known that ate us um, they could have
1: peeped the mistake scrapped it rescheduled it somewhere else or at the actual Four
2: Seasons whatever
1: we would have never known, but the Four Seasons was like
2: ah, ah. They're at the landscaping, <laughs> and so Trump had tweeted, and then he had to delete his post and replace it with one changing the venue from the upscale Center City Hotel to the similarly named business, which was Four Seasons Total Landscaping on Industrial State Road, next to Fantasy Island Adult Books and Novelties. Across the street from Delaware Valley Cremation Center.
1: I mean, mean, life life imitates art at this point. It really does. (laughs) And then like whoever sent that picture in, that wide shot of Giuliani, you miss it. Because you could have (laughs) like did a zoom and we not noticed the area where he like we wouldn't have noticed. This the sex extremely high-profile lawyer standing in front of a garage <laughs> with a bunch of Trump signs painted to the door and a tire shop next. I mean, we wouldn't have noticed all that had you done the zoom in. Ah, oh, we would have seen the signs and him.
2: Park that big back truck, right? That, in that little garage.
0: garage. <laughs>
2: yeah. <the> garage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my Florida man story of today. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't know. It's funny because like somebody was like, I think on SNL, SNL was so good this week. Well, mm-hmm. I would say the cold start and the uh, weekend update was good. Rest yeah. of it you can skip. But um, they were like, yeah, like his his hometown because he's from New York, and New York was like party. Like they were so happy that Trump was out of office. <laughs> so and I think he would claim Florida. <laughs> a
1: lot of them are happy because they know that uh the, the district attorney there is about to
0: let that chopper
1: sing on
2: him. <laughs> like she's just waiting. Uh-huh. She waiting. Lock him up. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsors and we'll be right back.
1: And we are back. And we are ready for
2: our someone something. Someone something. (laughs) Two weeks in a row. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to talk about... um, I know we talked about Stacey Abrams earlier. Abrams earlier. But um, this article is titled How Stacey Abrams Became the Architect of Biden's Georgia Search. And so... At the time, it was written a few days ago, so they're like, he has a slim lead. I'm like, nope, we got that shit. But anyways, um, so the Democratic Party vote share in the state was increased by 571,000 more than even Barack Obama did in the 2008 election. And um, so the thing with Stacey is she had a plan. Um, I think even before she ran for governor, she was trying to get a set goal of people registered and mm-hmm. so once again we know that she's not the only one that's registering people but mm-hmm. she had a plan and she worked for it and i think she has like met the goal and we still had time to go so yeah um the state gained roughly a million people over the last decade on top of the 1.5 billion million added the decade before that that's population growth and so the big thing about like one of the things that Stacy did was like she'd be like hey y'all in the last election last presidential election she's like hey y'all um, like what do you have against you know voting for a democrat again and they're like well Obamacare happened and we didn't get any help and she's like hey that was because our governor did not open right. it up for help and a lot of people just don't get that. They, they go straight up to the top and be like, Oh, it's Obama's fault. And it's like, no, it's definitely the, <laughs> your state government that's fucking all over. And so I think these are the kind of conversations she had to help people kind of understand more about the government and be more faithful in their resolve to vote. And, yeah, so a lot of people would be like, well, Obama said we could have it, and we don't have it, so we blame Obama. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> um, so between 2016 and 2020, there are actually one million new voters registered, about two-thirds of them were people of color. And this is what the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported last month, and I think a lot of this her goal was eight hundred thousand new minority voters over the next six years by twenty twenty. And I think she surpassed that. <laughs> so or got really close to that because I don't know fractions. Don't ask me fractions after I've been drinking. But um she did do a lot of work to increase minority participation. And um I I hope she runs again in yeah. two years. And I think she's gonna win. uh kemp georgia deserves yeah and the thing about it was kemp was the secretary of state which is usually over voting but he also ran for governor and he did not recuse himself from that and so he did dumb shit like he removed 1.5 billion million voters for failing to vote in the most recent election and you know that most voters do not vote in every single election like they just don't like most people vote for presidential elections and that's it and so um he did some dumb shit like that but i am really excited for Stacey abrams and i hope that um she runs again and the tide turns georgia's now a blue state and now they laughing at us the rest of us red states like <laughs> and one, one important thing
1: that Stacey um as you know said continuously and I want people to remember is that the work is not done because yeah. Georgia has been blue before and so mm-hmm. these states that are traditionally red states some states are you know slipping states anyway they can go mm-hmm. either way but yeah. those of us that are in traditional red states it's a job every time so like don't don't let down your guard don't Ceased to be relentless and getting out to vote. Um, yeah. it, it was just amazing.
0: It was amazing. even
2: like in my childhood, I think we had Mississippi had a blue governor. Yes, Ray Mavis. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you were really young
1: when Ray Mavis was governor <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like in elementary school when he was elected, and um, yeah. I was talking to a friend about that. That, um, like, with the which Mississippi. Mississippi is a special case because you cannot win a statewide election in Mississippi without the Mississippi um legislature voting on it. So that mm-hmm. means the whole state can elect can vote pop we'll, we'll use the term popular vote and elect a democratic governor and then the state legislator get together and they cast their votes. So we have our own electoral college in the state of Mississippi. And that is a tool that was created for that purpose. So very the difficult voter suppression. Um, voter suppression. Exactly. So very difficult. Um But, you know, hope isn't lost. But, yeah, talking about how it just it just drives me insane. The state was in such good shape under a Democratic governor. Mm-hmm. So many of the things that we have in education now mm-hmm. is because of him. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how, I mean, that was a time when the nation had started talking about the leaps and bounds that Mississippi was making in education and like giving us kudos for things. <laughs> and them old white man was like, uh-uh. Because progress leads to more things for the blacks, so right roll it back, and that's what they
2: did. Yeah. Well, there's also David Ronald Musgrove. He was from 2000 to 2004. He's a Democrat. Musgrove, yeah. Musgrove, Musgrove, yeah. So it was not that far off.
1: Yeah. No, the reason why I didn't. Think of him initially is because he didn't do all the great stuff that I'm talking about. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> he he was there, but he didn't, and also he was very conservative.
2: Well, so Re- Mavis started his term the year I was born. <laughs> That's why I was like, uh... <laughs> but yeah, like it's just like, you know, it it doesn't hurt to make sense sometimes. But anyways, so. It don't- we're gonna move along to our polite life decision, so this was a request from my line sister. So I was like, "Hey, I need a poor life decision." and they're like, "Okay, let's talk about standards and dating I'm like eh. <laughs> so um we're just gonna talk about five ways to keep your standards high when dating, and the writer says these benchmarks led her to her husband." I will say, when it comes to dating, it's like, you start off with real high standards, and after a while, it's like, well, fuck, nobody meets them. <laughs> so it's like, which ones can I give a little? Which ones are like hardcore? It has to be like this. Um, When you're in a long-term relationship or just casually dating, both people should be able to expect certain things from each other. If you expect and get these, they will lead you to love eventually. Maybe not with the first person you meet but if you use these requirements as beacons to light your way you will have a good foundation for when you do meet someone who clicks these requirements are your first line of defense keeping you from putting up with bullshit <laughs> investing in someone who you won't be happy with the article did say bullshit that was me um <laughs> in the long run so she in particular used her guidelines to screen for certain qualities and potential partners while she was dating she used them as her yardstick her measure for everyone she met they kept her on track and kept her standards high until she met her husband he fulfilled everyone and was also sexy as hell to her that is a real trick to have that combination oh. so you do deserve these scenes whether it's your first date or 10th anniversary so don't shortchange yourself from the beginning require them from the start if you hold the expectation for yourself as well, you'll be off to a great start, no matter what. Are you one of those people that has like a list? No,
1: nope. I don't have a list. Um, just if it don't feel right, I'm out. Yeah, and that's how I end up where I am now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boo list during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, if it, I don't have a list. Um. The things that she listed, like respect, communication, all those things, like the things that she listed are good, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't have, (laughs) I know, like some of my friends, I remember when we were like in our early 20s, like they had these arbitrary ass lists, you know what, I take that back, I am not trying to call anybody's. it was arbitrary to me, but it was their list, so it was real to them. But some of the things that they were saying, you know, and now it's like, he just got to be breathing.
2: (laughs) Breathe and don't hit me and don't be dumb as hell.
1: (laughs) I mean, I literally just, I don't have any requirements on like like how much money he has to make. Mm -mm. I don't have requirements on I don't have requirements on anything. If it don't feel right, I'm out. Yeah, And like, I mean, I'm not gonna date a bum, but I've always felt like I've dated guys in the past who made less than me salary wise, Mm -hmm. but had more money than me because they are better with money than I am. Mm -hmm. And that's fine with me. One of us needs to be good at this. Right. (laughs) So, yeah. So if, if, if it just, if I'm wondering where you at, who you with, and I'm talking about the first time I find myself wondering that. I'm out, yeah, because I should be comfortable with you not being in my presence,
2: definitely. I get that. Um, yeah, my list changes a lot. Um, but it's just like, in a way, I want somebody who's into what I'm into, yeah. Like, yeah, we're gonna have different interests, but I also want to be able to like. Talk to you about politics because that's so deeply inbred in who I am. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, I dubbed a guy earlier this year because he was like, Oh, I'm not going to vote. And I'm like, What do you mean you're not going to vote? I am so deeply political. Like, I've been in Young Dems since like high school. Like, I'm that kind of political. And so he came back and was like, Okay, I'm going to vote. I don't know who I'm going to vote for because they're the same person cussed him out because of that. <laughs> and then he came back like a week or two ago. He's like, hey, I voted for Biden. And I was like, that's nice to know. I'm still not hating you, but thank you for the vote. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Like, no, yeah. I can't deal with to sum it up, um, and this is the way I've described it to my friends, I want someone who's going to be my best friend. Mm-hmm. And so my I like I don't describe myself as political, even though, like, I just try to stay abreast. And I was, I've been in organizations, was raised in them, but I don't, I guess I don't describe myself as political because I try to avoid those conversations. But as you point out, they're important to have because I need to know because if you talking about you not voting, then no, we can't be together. Right. So, (laughs) so it's like, You know, I just want someone who's going to be my best friend. And my best friend is not going to
2: not
0: vote. Yeah. Yeah, and (laughs) it's like,
2: he was also a white guy, which I've always had my misgivings about dating outside my race because I want to have to explain the trauma in, like, my relationship, which should be one of my closest paces. I shouldn't have to explain my trauma as a black person. Now, still dating black men, we still have to exchange or trauma as yeah. a black woman, yeah. but, it's, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I don't have to explain the trauma of being black and I can just talk about being a black woman, you know, that's the biggest win I can get. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so facts. we're not going to tell you how to list your standards. You can or you can't. Um, I think we all know kind of what we're looking for deep in our heart, but here are some things that are basically non-negotiables that you have to like think of when you're thinking about your relationship. So the first one is respect. You should expect to be respected and you should hold yourself to a standard that says you'll do the same. It doesn't matter if they like it or agree with all of your viewpoints. If this person thinks completely different from you and you can't respect each other, you shouldn't be together. And so that's the thing with me. Like, I don't respect you because you don't vote. <laughs> Or you are so tone deaf that you think Biden and Trump are the same person. Like, no. (laughs) That doesn't work for me. If your viewpoints are so far apart that it wouldn't work out, don't mock them and don't allow yourself to be mocked. Be respectful, even if you're not on the same page, and then respectfully refuse to go out again. Because if you get together with someone who doesn't show you respect, you'll never be happy together.
1: Listen... I unfollowed this guy that I know him, like I know him in real life, um, but I think he's hot. And I was about ready to break all of my COVID rules
0: and (laughs) sit this
1: thing on him. (laughs) Because he kept coming in my inbox and he wouldn't leave me alone. But then he posted a picture the other day. Mm -hmm. It was a cartoon and one guy's holding the Trump flag, the other guy's holding a Biden flag, and they're shaking hands, and he's like, it's time to heal, and all this other shit, and I just deleted him.
2: <laughs> yes. What the fuck I look like? I
1: I, I I have plenty of things I need to heal
2: from. This ain't it. Right. I, I want them to post it's time to heal, and maybe we'll talk. But I was—I'm was not sick. talking to them. Yeah. You are a racist. Right. Bottom line, true. I you support line a racist and racist. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, no, I'm sick of this whole Democrat higher ground shit. I don't care. I know. Right? <laughs> if they go low, shit. let's go lower. <laughs> that is our new model. <laughs> The next one is communication. Communication is essential because it reveals a lot of things. If someone cares about you, they will communicate with you as much as possible. I'm going to say that again because it's hard in the dating streets. If somebody cares about you, they will communicate with you as much as possible. You shouldn't have to send him good morning messages. You shouldn't have to text him all throughout the day if he ain't going to say shit else.
1: Do not text me "Good morning, Queen." That is the first way. That is the first way for me to. Not Queen. I don't like Queen. Please, <laughs> please. Do not text me "Good morning, Queen." Now, if you want to text me a little early morning erotica,
2: <laughs> Phil. that I am up for. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, if you care about someone, you can, you'll call if you can't make it. If you care about someone, you have right. reasons, not excuses. And we Mm -hmm. all know the excuses are tools of the incompetent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're going to leave that there. Um, If you can express your issues accurately, you can work through them. If you can't communicate your feelings, you'll just end up fighting. Long-term happiness relies so much on open, honest, and reliable communication that choosing someone who communicates well alleviates a whole host of problems right off the bat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, next up, physical presence. And this one, I I shouted when I saw it because, again, I was in a long distance for so long. Um, when you're with someone, you want them to show up. It's just as simple as that. You want someone who wants to spend time with you and be your companion. Even the most independent person, me, most independent person, wants to spend time with their mates. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Being in a long distance, I was just so hard. Like, because literally it's at the top of my love language. It's like physical, uh, physical touch and quality time. were tied. And so it was hard to be in a long distance for me after a while. Yeah. And yeah. not have my person near me.
1: So one thing I found um, unique about me is... My love language varies on how much I really like this person. (laughs) (laughs) And the times that I have, the two and a half times that I have been in love, I needed to see and touch on that person a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I would literally be sitting on the couch and then I just got to put my hand on you because we need to be touching. Yeah. Versus versus someone who i mean i enjoy being around i enjoy having fun with but i'm not necessarily in love i have literally said to a guy you called me yesterday why are you calling me today we just talked yesterday like i mean so it just varies <laughs> on how i understand was there a need for us to talk every day no yeah. there was not <laughs> no i just didn't feel that way I,
2: well you didn't, I didn't. like him <laughs>
1: I didn't. I I like the way he put that big back truck right in his little oh, That's
2: shit. different.
1: That's a lust language. It is very different. It's a lust language. It is very. You're right. You're right. It is very different.
2: Very. So, um, at the beginning of a relationship, you are, in theory, on your best behavior and the most into each other that you will be. If the person isn't physically present enough for you, don't expect that to change. Yep. And yeah, yep. So things with the suitor, I'm like, I'm well behaved now, but I'm crazy. I want you to know, like,
1: <laughs> I try my best to be, because you're right. When you first meet someone, you're on your best behavior. But I try my best to be my authentic crazy self from the beginning, because I need you to know what you're gonna have to do. Right, right. So, I, I, need I try to know. warn
2: people. They're like, you're so great, and I'm like, you don't know. I, just, I flipped the switch over nothing you'd be just sitting there I'm like you cheating on me just cause I'm crazy <laughs> I mean I have literally gotten upset no evidence. about a
1: dream that I had <laughs> like you was with that bitch in my dream why is she visiting right. me in my dream right. Jesus is trying to tell me something
2: <laughs> <laughs> next up equality and equality is so important to me as an intersexual feminist <laughs> But this means both partners approach the relationship as equals in adults. Women are not brainless sex symbols or domestic slaves. And men are not hapless boobs or entitled children. Men are hapless boobs or <laughs> entitled children. <laughs> but sometimes they, definitely entitled they do nice stuff like wash your dishes for you. <laughs> when you cook. Um, you're equals in an adult relationship. A date is just a very short temporary relationship. So you both need to act like it and demand it. Yes. Yeah. So, if a man treat treats you like you're an inferior being, take it as a warning. He can try it; Listen. it's not gonna work. <laughs> I have witnessed with a, a a couple
1: of my friends and their husbands, and how their husbands talk to them, and I have literally, like, it depressed me because it made me feel like if this is what marriage is, then I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> If this is what a relationship is, because I don't even really care that much about being married, but I do want to be in a relationship. If this is what a relationship is, I I can't do it. Because you absolutely are not going to talk to me. You're not going to talk over me. You're not going to talk to me like that. Absolutely not.
2: Um. Yes. And so I think generally I have come to a point in life when I'm like, men are dumb. And so it takes a lot of skill to... um navigate around them because they're dumb
1: you know it's really it's really ghetto being straight it really i mean is. it's just ghetto
2: it's like you come up with a good idea and then you have to figure out how to pretend that it's his idea so he'll get on board with your good
1: idea yes! oh my god one of my coworkers tried to tell me to do this with the guy i was talking to at the time and i was like No, why do I have to do mental gymnastics about something? And she was like, they need to feel needed. And they need, I don't give a fuck. No, I am not. No, I just, it is so ghetto. Every day, every day I am waiting for this gay agenda you all speak of. I'm waiting for it to (laughs) influence me. (laughs) Where is the gay agenda? I still like penises.
2: (laughs) This is a life of stress. Uh, I remember my pastor he read us some version of like the cursing of Eve and it was like basically you're gonna want to have dominion over man but you can't and I'm like that is a worse curse than my fucking period and I hate my period but the fact that like guys aren't that smart <laughs> but they get to like phobia and control <laughs> and we just gotta like manipulate them into like do what we want it's annoying anyways on the flip side they say if a woman expects you to pay for everything take that as a red flag if she acts stupid or acquiesces to everything you want she might be manipulative so earlier this year I learned that um, water (laughs) signs are manipulative and so sometimes I catch myself in being manipulative and I'm like I see that and I'm gonna continue
1: (laughs) so you never knew that that you could be a little manipulative? Nope, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I, the first time it was pointed out to me, I was offended. Mm-hmm. But uh, then when I was honest with myself, I was like... "Yeah, yeah
2: That's, that's is why it. I catch myself regularly. I'm like, you being manipulative as hell. And I don't stop. Because, <laughs> you know.
1: I mean... And also, I... Here we go. I'm sorry. I ex- I expect the man to pay for everything. Now that doesn't mean that I expect you to actually pay for everything, but I expect you to want to pay for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I expect you to. Um. I expect you to be a. I don't need you to take care of me. I expect you to be able to take care of me and to want to take care of me. Yeah. And also in the beginning. Like you must woo me. I must be courted. I'm sorry, I just I must be courted. Yeah, I mean like, like it's that's.
2: Yeah, I feel like once I'm in a relationship, I'm like okay, yeah. I got dinner this time, you know.
1: Once I'm in a relation, once we're in a relationship, it's like what because yeah, what's what's yours is mine.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's but mine yeah,
1: is mine. First but off, what yours no, is mine. I'm not paying the first so date. It's, no. but like. <laughs> All of this, all these women on Twitter talking about how they took their man out for a date on the first date and they sent a man a drink. I'm not sending a man a drink. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. And I'm not taking you out for a date for the first date. Mm-mm. I have to be courted and I have to be wooed. Mm-hmm.
2: Be a man, damn it. Right. Yeah, I'll make, <laughs> we make 72 cents for a dollar for a reason. Pay okay. for that shit. Anyways, um, okay. <laughs> relationships, no matter how long or short, are a two-way street. One person may want to pick up the check on the first date as a sign of respect. That's fine. But don't take advantage. and expect it every time. I'll say at least the first three dates and then I'll start paying.
1: <laughs> but I mean, if we're just dating, yeah. I, if we're just dating, I expect you to expect to take care of all of the dates. Mm-hmm. Now I may, and I have been like, hey, let's go out. I'm going to take you out this weekend. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Yeah. But we've been on several dates. But now, once we're in a relationship, again, that is different. Yeah. But if we're just dating, you need to expect to pay for everything. Because, again... I mean, listen. If I'm gonna be giving up the cookies, the least you can do is make sure that I'm fed. You know what I mean? And I'm not fucking for meals, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, that's the least you could do. I'm not giving up ass for free.
2: That's the thing about it, it's like... So many guys still are like, "Oh, I bought her a drink because she didn't fuck," And I'm like... A drink, my man? i like, if that's a all drink? it takes, I'll pay for the day and then you can just leave me alone. I was <laughs> just like... Oh, I'm like, don't. Like, don't expect the little maybe $10 you spent warrant me be wanting to fuck you. Like,
1: the fuck? And anyway. guys, that I have literally... And just to be clear, because I don't want people... I don't care. Actually, I don't care what you think. But... <laughs> I, just about every guy I've ever been in a serious relationship with will all, or even some of the guys that I've just dated will say, why don't you ask me to help you with anything? Yeah. So I'm not asking nobody to pay my bills Mm -hmm. or nothing like that, but it is something that I kind of expect you to want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask because I've been taking care of me for a very long time, but I do expect you to want to do it.
2: Yeah. I know That's
1: this is all. greasy. Yeah, <laughs> my face is
2: greasy. You can fry some chicken on my face. Right yeah, now. it's just like I I want to be equals, and I'm happy with paying for things, but I'm not happy with the fact I, that I like... don't
1: want to be equal. I am better than you.
2: <laughs> I, need, I
1: need my man to know I am. I do not want to be equals. I do want to be equals when it comes to the responsibilities of the relationship. Yeah. And the emotional baggage of the relationship, and I think that's what she meant because I love her saying, uh, "Men are not children because men are definitely children."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ask any married woman with kids, and she always counts her husband as one of her kids. Right?
2: They're only <laughs> good for one thing, anyways. One thing <laughs> uh, so shared responsibilities closely. Acc- Tied to equality, um, shared responsibilities are where the rubber hits the road in any relationship. Might not be obvious yeah. on first date, but there will be signs, so keep your eyes out for them and don't ignore them when you see them. And so for me, one of the big things that like, I want in my relationship is, like, I will cook all day. Don't ask me to wash the dishes, because I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to use extra dishes yeah. for no apparent reason. So... <laughs>
1: Why do I use so many dishes
2: when I cook? <laughs> I had like one dish just to hold a spoon on and I'm like, I don't know why. Yes! Like it's a toxic trait of mine. I use a lot of dishes. But um you know, if you were happy to clean up behind me, you were doing great in the in the book of Doyen. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And it's like yeah, like clean up after me. There's still gonna be things I'm worried about, like <laughs> like not putting the towel back up on a rack <laughs> or yeah. covering your toothpaste. But um, you know, like just I need somebody who compliments who I am and what I yeah. don't care about. Yeah. And then lastly, take a look at how they interact with their parents. If their parents spoil them and still do everything for them, you might be expected to take over that role. It sucks. Uh, not your mama. Right. That's that's just mm-hmm. always a struggle with mama's voice. A partner mm-hmm. willing to share responsibilities mm-hmm. is someone ready and willing to share in a life together. Someone who wants to be a partner rather than a dependent or parental figure will be a much better long term prospect. And then she starts talking about her husband, I stop paying attention. <laughs> Yes, I was like, that. cute. I, I enjoy that you're married. I'm not. So get out of my face. <laughs> so, here are just like some things you can think through. Like, these are really good base level standards that you can stick to. Like, yes, you don't have to be like, they have to be a Mississippi State fan because nobody's a Mississippi State fan <laughs> unless they went to school there. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we have fans,
1: yeah, but it's not that many It's we may not have winning teams
2: <laughs> listen, and the, the thing about again, going back <gasps> to this election, I was like, this is like when Mississippi State's like barely winning a game, and you have to watch the whole game to make sure they don't fuck up. This is what this election was, and I'm like, I cannot be a Democrat in a red state a uh, Mississippi State fan and a Cowboys fan. This is stressful, is cutting. Minutes You're off of my for life. Heart <laughs> You're asking for
0: it. <sighs>
2: but less.
1: <laughs> I actually completely stopped watching Mississippi State football games. I just stopped altogether because it was just too much.
0: I, like I was
1: it was too much. I
2: said I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Sometimes watch. I
1: will watch yeah. towards the end. Mm-mm. Um, but it's literally only if like someone tells me. Okay, girl, you got to turn on the game. You got to turn it on. Yeah. Otherwise, I just I just had to stop. It was too much.
2: Yeah, well, this season, I was like, I don't love the fact that they literally put profit over the health of these boys. And so I wasn't watching this season. Yes. Plus, we fucking suck. And I'm hoping that we hi- fire our coach because this is like the first time I think since I was in college that we're not going to make a bowl game because we fucking suck.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. See, I hadn't been keeping up. I didn't realize we 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 didn't do. Girl, we, we lost the air. So like
2: long. Kentucky shut us out. <laughs> <sighs> yes. So I'm like, listen, let's just hire Alabama's kicker coach. That's better than like all these outside the SEC people we're hiring. <laughs> I saw your um
1: defense for our hiring. <laughs>
2: I just say Anybody I don't know SEC, anything about
1: who he is, but Yeah, because no. it's a different I'm sorry, it's a different level of ball game over yeah, here. Yeah,
2: like we you see how well we did with Dan Mullen. He was Florida's quarterback coach. Yeah. Like why yeah. would we hire outside of the SEC? Yeah. We need to fire the A D and our coach. <laughs>
1: Tell them, Dorian. <laughs> yes.
2: Anyway, so we're gonna move along to our favorite part of the pod: to buy you a drink.
1: Um, I can go first. Mine is quick. Okay. We'd already mentioned um, SNL earlier in the show. I want to buy the wardrobe department
0: of SNL. They
1: they work work matter of fact, bitch, everybody gets... <laughs> two shots on me because they got kamala's outfit de- they they got it together in 80 minutes yeah. i was like how yeah did they do this so fast and i mean it looked good yeah i was like how did they do this so fast right. they 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 deserve all the drinks and they you know, fuck it. They deserve a raise. Like, if I, could, if I could afford to give y'all a raise, I would. But somebody to give them a
2: raise because they are amazing. Just in general, like, you gotta think about, like, for planning for that show, yes. like, they had to actually probably change things the day of because that's when we yeah. found out. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think that, like, in that type of show, they are used to that fast-paced kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... Not that it is the same thing because it's not, but South Park kind of operates like that. Mm-hmm. The episodes of South Park are literally done the night before they air, um, which
2: is a Stressful. huge feat, <laughs> and that's why
1: they're that's why they're always so on time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're used to that, but. They're used to working fast, but like... This was
2: fast, fast.
1: The changes they had to make that day. Like the day of. Loser. Like... <laughs> I forgot which movie that came from. Um, The main Laser. one. Uh, the one with the was weird it? faces. He does weird faces in all of them. Mask.
2: I think it was okay. K for the Mask. I couldn't remember if it was Mask or if it was Ace Ventura. Oh, I can see that. I don't know. Uh, <coughs> so, I want to buy a drink for black women. Because we did the damn thing. Come on! Per usual. <laughs> Come on! In fact, that's all we do is the damn thing. And we need that's all, we all of our things. Um, of course, in this election, we continue to do the damn thing. And we all deserve oh, drinks. Please don't hit me up in the streets and be like, Oh, you say you bought me a drink? Because I ain't got it. i buy y'all a (laughs) theoretical drink i love y'all
0: um
1: speaking of black women who deserve a drink and shit i just forgot her name that fast simone um who headed up biden's campaign
2: Um, oh the delta yeah
1: i (laughs) did not know how young she was she's young i didn't know She's young. She is young. And like kudos to her. Like, oh girl. Like that is that is the type of stress that I could not do. Yeah. I could not work in I can't work in anything like that because yeah. it's just too much. Yeah,
0: but like
2: congr- did her congr- best to her. try to reel him in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she did. Congrats I saw me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme that said that was uh Kamala and Joe standing in the hallway, and she was telling him, "Now listen, Joe, pay attention. Now pay attention. <laughs> Whatever you do, you cannot ski we back." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know." She's like, "No, I'm serious, Joe, I'm serious." <laughs> and I laughed and I said. She might seriously have to give him that talk (laughs) though. Every time I think of Joe Biden, all I can think of is President Barack Obama announcing the uh, Affordable Care Act and Joe in the live hot mic going, this is a big fucking deal.
2: (laughs) And I love him for it. First of all, I love the way uh, Maya says Joe Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> yes, yes. I do too. I do but, too. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, if Joe sees mountains, it's because he's standing on the shoulders of black giants. Right. <laughs>
1: that is right. Amen. Amen. Prince. And word. Um, and I appreciate him for acknowledging that mm-hmm. in his speech. Mm-hmm. And, and I appreciate him for knowing that we have always had his back because we mm-hmm. have, and him saying that now he's got us, so we have to hold him accountable, mm-hmm. and, um, and we will. I would like my Juneteenth
2: holiday. <laughs> <laughs> also, my student loans forgiven. Listen, <laughs> listen don't, don't, listen, let me tell you
1: something. Y'all Negroes, y'all get so fucking classist, and just, I saw so many tweets about I mean, but if you forgive student loans, what about those of us who paid them off? Well, bitch, go babe. Right. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being, I'm being very sincere. Mm-hmm. If you are between the ages of, uh, a college graduate age, whatever, if, if you're below the age of, I'll say 50, mm-hmm. and you have paid off all of your college loans, you didn't have that much. <laughs> and there's and, and I'm not being funny. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. I mean shit, that's a blessing. That is a blessing. And that I mean, I have a lot of loans because I have multiple degrees, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that I have friends with multiple degrees who don't have a lot of loans because their parents, you know, pay for their undergrad mm-hmm. or their parents pay for one one graduate degree. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So There are variations to that, but what I'm saying is some of us are living under that weight and will be under that weight for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And like, you can't, you can't stop. Like, that was one thing that was so important to me about having children was I wanted to make sure that my credit was A1 Mm -hmm. because if I cannot afford to pay for my kids to go to school, I need to at least make sure those loans are in my name mm-hmm. because that means something starting off life in debt like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I do have some issues with my parents about it yeah. <laughs> just, just to be honest. So, and, and that, and I don't, and I'm, I do understand that there are people out there who didn't have a choice, but my parents had a choice, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So like, People were just being nasty yeah. and ugly. Yeah. Shut up, honey, eat your biscuit. No not that is.
2: <laughs> I like I didn't have I graduated undergrad with no debt and then I made up for it in grad school. <laughs> so that's all entirely my fault. But if y'all can make life easier for me, I would like that. <laughs> that's all I'm
1: saying. That's all I'm saying. Somebody compared it to to um when the Emancipation Proclamation was done, or after the Civil War, and they were like, So, you mean to tell me the slaves that escaped was like, No, nah, they gotta go back, they gotta get it like
2: I did? Right. <laughs>
0: like, no! Child. No.
2: There's been so, um, I want to say striating, that's not, probably not the word. But, anyways, like, there's been so many, like, weird, random divisions in the black community on Twitter. There's yes, somebody that was yes. like, if your parents are not slave, or like if you didn't come from slaves, you can't claim Ruby Bridges. And I'm like, OK, so when a racist sees me and they decide to be racist systemically or just intentionally, they're looking at my lineage and then they are coming at me for my lineage. And I'm like, I they're like, you make it a point to say you're not us. And I'm like, no because I get treated like a black person no matter what. So I'm not going to, you know, like... Where does that come from? It's this little section of Twitter called ADOS and they have awful fucking opinions. I don't even know what it stands for, but they have awful fucking opinions. Oh,
1: I, I am glad that I am not aware <laughs> yeah. of that corner and I hope it never makes yeah. it waste. I just sideline.
2: muted yes. the notifications, blocked some of the people talking to me, and I was like... Because I was like, it doesn't make sense for us to create that kind of division in our community, it doesn't like it right. just doesn't like I'm pretty sure Kamala did not design the images of Ruby Bridges and her walking behind it. Somebody else did, so why are you coming for Kamala? Oh, they were talking about that, yeah, and I'm like, why are you coming for Kamala when she still had to be bussed out for schools and she still had to be a part of integration ten years later, but she still had to be a part of that <laughs> Kamala very
1: likely does come from a lineage of slaves because her father's Jamaican and they had slaves in Jamaica. Yeah. I mean yeah, like let's st-
2: people I mean, want to be like <laughs> elitist about slavery and I'm like <laughs> okay. I mean exactly <laughs> but I uh, you know what there, I will say
1: this there's nuance to that conversation just like there's nuance to all of it. Yeah. But um yeah I there there wait there's a picture cuz let me tell you I love this art it's awful and it's funny. So they've got a picture. They already got a picture of Kamala sitting at the table playing cards with like Harriet Tubman or John Truth. Um, Oh
0: God! (laughs) uh, Who
1: else is at? I can't remember who else all is at the table. But the Harriet Tubman that's at the table is not Harriet Tubman. It's still it's Cynthia Revo. And I'm like, we know what Harriet Tubman looks like. What are you doing? (laughs) And then Kamala has on a, a kango like I mean it's so yeah. awful. I, I listen. I have a I I have a I will I have a place in my I, I have a place in my heart
2: for it because it's so awful. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> if anything, it just felt like unnecessary gatekeeping. Yeah. I was just like, a she didn't even create it. B like you're really about to like say this is just for because us because some people they, don't want you know, to be that comment has nothing to do with black history some people in this don't country you know, to you know like be i just free. don't
1: understand they don't want they don't want equity they want proximity to whiteness so they don't want to be free yeah. they want to be masters and that's that's just that but yeah. again and yeah. i am not okay what that person yeah. said because that was <laughs> stupid But there is nuance to that conversation and them saying that comes from a place. So we'll leave it there. But yeah, yeah, these people are being ridiculous. Like (laughs) just shut up. (laughs) Right. And enjoy all this goodness.
2: So many people. Right. We're trying to enjoy this joy. That's all you had to do. (laughs) Right.
0: Oh so Okay.
2: So if you're looking for some more joy, (laughs) you can head to our Instagram. It's poor life decision, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's also the same name as our Etsy page, so check us out on Etsy. Um, this sticker is literally less than a chestnut praline latte because I had to change it. Because you know, oh, are they? Are they here? Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be super late for work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh you can also grab a mug. This says they contain alcohol. I wouldn't suggest using it for, you know, your Zoom calls, but um yeah. you know. It depends. Um uh, we're also on Twitter as pld pod. Um Chris is maybe keeping a look with the <laughs> tweets. I don't know. Nothing's she on is TV. Not. I'm right actually
1: now. watching a lot of T V right now, but <sighs> Nothing that I can't. I actually, it's too late now because the season's almost over. I actually probably could have with Fargo, but um, I didn't. But mm. I will look for a new show for us to watch together
2: because I do miss y'all. It's just, <laughs> Euphoria is coming back, and I'm still not caught up. <laughs> it's just,
1: it's really um, like that's a commitment, and I don't mind doing it. I enjoy mm. like, um, I I enjoy. That feeling of we're in this together when we're watching something together, but it also means I Mm -hmm. can't pay attention the way I want to pay attention to what's on the screen. So I have to be careful in the shows that I select.
2: I'm just watching girlfriends still and irritated by everybody on the show. So I'm still
1: watching. (laughs) I did start. Half and half is the show we were talking about last week when you said one on one Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah. But no. One on one is the one with Flex and Kyla Pratt. Half and half. And um I I forgot how much I love this show. So yeah, I've been I've been enjoying this um black renaissance that Netflix's got going on.
2: Yeah, I'm on season eight of Girlfriends. Um Yeah. I decided I think when I finish it I'll watch A Different World.
1: I love a different
0: world.
2: I've i never really, like, oh seriously my God. watched it. Like, I've seen episodes here and there. When we sheltered at
1: home, like... when we were sheltering at home, a different world was, like, a safe space for me. And people will tell you to skip yeah. season one, but I like season one. So please start at season one.
2: For me. It's one of those scenes, like, where, like... Like, when it comes to me and Parks and Rec, I'm like, just go to season three, fall in love with the show, and then go back to no, season one. No, start with season one. <laughs> I don't, Okay, I, if I don't finish it. I don't season one. <laughs> it's all out here. Okay. Alrighty. Um, oh, yeah, the other day, like, Joan got proposed to and I cried- well, I, I didn't hear too. what you said. <laughs> so I, I didn't like, hear what you said. Joan got oh. proposed to, and I cried because everybody was there, and I was like... I, I felt it as a, um early 30-something woman. <laughs> like, just, yeah. I just felt it very deep in my, my feelings. Anyways, so, I think that's all we have for y'all. Uh, Please take your mm-hmm. vitamin D. I cannot tell you enough. Because the days are ending quicker, <laughs> we just need that, like pill version of sunshine too. listen it, it is better.
1: dark at 4 30 and i love that for me <laughs> i it's love so that
2: worried. for me i love the
0: like,
2: I'm like, I but that I means like i go out at six and i'm like okay it's time for bed it's not time for bed it's confusing i love it for <laughs> me. i was sitting
1: outside <laughs> smoking a
2: pre-roll and i was like oh gosh it is
1: much later than i thought it was i looked at my phone it was like 3 <laughs> 30 and i got so excited like yes it is dark
2: it's like time dysmorphia for me i think i'm I a vampire <laughs> i love I it
0: so
1: i love the darkness it is something about the darkness like that's my favorite like i don't mm-hmm. like storms and I do realize that there are some areas suffering right now from thunderstorms and hurricanes. Um, I think we are on Ada. I'm not sure which Greek letter we're on right now, but mm-hmm. lots of hurricanes. So I don't want to, um, you know, be disrespectful. But there, that is my favorite part about a storm is when it gets dark. And it is like noon and it is dark outside. And I smile I do. I hate
2: it. It just reminds me of when Jesus died. <laughs> oh wow! Wait! Oh shit! No.
0: Thanks, Dorian. And
2: it
1: went dark in Thanks. the middle of the day.
0: So I am over <laughs> here saying.
1: romanticizing the night, and Dorian's like, "Yeah, you hate Jesus." I just <laughs> so, quite, no. like, like, great. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Shame on you. You know what? That 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 lets me know. The next show that we are going to watch together for sure, we are definitely going to watch Sabrina. This is the last season of Sabrina. We're going to watch Sabrina. The demon Sabrina? Yes, and I love it. And we're going to watch the final season of Sabrina as a podcast family.
2: Let me go order my holy water. I got got some Florida water. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't trust Florida. (laughs) I'm just going to order my holy water. All right. We love you guys. Chris was going to say even though we don't see the sun, you still need to put on sunscreen. Yes, UV Um, rays. Make some chili.
1: It is is hearty soup season. You hear me?
2: Sweater weather.
1: Sweater weather is synonymous with hearty soup season.
2: We're gonna eat some
1: soups
2: and some bread and, and get all fat and <laughs> sassy. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, guys. We love y'all. Bye. I in the kitchen. The kitchen.
0: New fuck a cop car. With a pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. told me to promise you.